Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast uh, with myself, Jer Prendergast and this week's episode I'm going to answer a couple of questions I got sent in from a client of mine actually, uh, Julie Genesi who lives in Canada and I train online. Um, Julie's training for a half Ironman now in March so it's getting very close. Um, so we're just talking about nutrition, uh, mindset and basically she was asking how much I train myself for things like ultra endurance that I'm doing and uh, and how they differ to what she's doing. Uh, so I'll get into that a bit as well. So the first question uh, I was asked was what kind of uh, race nutrition and training nutrition I use. Um, I'm not big on gels, uh, I don't use them at all uh, because they're highly processed, you know. So what I use is more natural food, even on race day, um, which is easier to use in my kind of um, ultra-endurance stuff um, as opposed to fast-paced stuff, but it's still very uh, transferable into the smaller distances. Um, So for instance, when I was in the UK doing uh, the 10 Ironmans in 10 days, I had a go-to smoothie, which I would have um, in the morning before I got into the lake, I'd have half the smoothie. And when I got out of the lake then, I'd have a bowl of porridge and take the other half of the smoothie uh, onto the, the bike course with me um, and what I had in that was um, lots of natural kind of ingredients so it would be mixed nuts um, all organic as well um, so the likes of Brazil nuts, walnuts um, and uh, cashews and pistachios were all in that uh, I'd also have then some seeds which would be chia seed, uh, flax seed, sunflower seed and pumpkin seed uh, pumpkin seed being a great man for uh, protein um, and you know you're getting all your phytonutrients in there as well uh, your iron and stuff so and lots of fats as well for energy so uh, that's what I'd be using the nuts and seeds for and then in on top of that as well I'd have a banana and um, I'd also have then some coconut milk and um, I'd use some goji berries uh, some dates um, I'd also have then some maybe water as well just to thin it out but I'd rather it a bit thicker but um, if I needed a bit of water I'd, I'd throw that in as well uh, so then that was your nut seeds your fruit and then I'd have a bit of cacao powder uh, another great man for, for iron as well and that gave it a kind of almost a dessert uh, flavour like chocolate flavour um, again the cacao powder was organic um, so it really made a nice um, palatable smoothie, you know. Uh, so that was my go-to smoothie. On I'd have that every day um, if I was again, you know, hungry in the in the evening. So I'd still have, you know, uh, solid food throughout the day as well. Um, obviously, you wouldn't. I wouldn't advise using that for fast or smaller races. But you know, for the likes of the ten Ironmans in ten days, it was it was vital to stay kind of sustained and. Um, stave off hunger as well so it was it was a great man for filling gaps as well um, but I'd also use solid food like uh, avocado and toast throughout the day as well but I'd, I'd probably have a second smoothie during the day as well uh, a green one um, which would again consist of uh, your seeds so I'd have chia seed flax seed in that one um, and the green would be made up by cucumber uh, celery and spinach um, I'd also try and throw a bit of fresh coriander in there for flavour as well, and it's almost like a, you know, a sneaky veg, another way of getting more veg in there. Um, 
also great for detoxifying the body, uh, coriander, as well as chia seeds, a great man for that also. Um, so that was the green, and then I'll throw a banana in there, coconut water, and some water as well, uh, blend that up, and that would be my green smoothie for, for the evening time. Uh, great for recovery as well, um, replenishing all the nutrients lost during the day. So I'd use those, and I'd avoid, I would avoid, personally now, I would avoid using gels because... You know, I just find they're very, um, they just don't agree with my stomach. They're, they're highly processed. It's just basically sugar, you know, that way. And once you start on them, uh, you can't really stop. You know, if you do, you're going to just bonk then. You're going to, you know, uh, have that empty feeling of no energy, which we've all, we've all got, you know, on long rides or training sessions as well. Um, so just gels mean you have to keep topping them up every kind of 20 to 40 minutes, depending on what, what gel you're using. And I just personally believe there's, you know, a, 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 a big um, drawback to using them later on in life. I, you know, I believe there's consequences later in life for using those kind of things. Um, you know, things like cancers and stuff. And um, so I just don't think they're, they're very uh, good for the body, very healthy for us in the long term. There's no doubt they do what they're supposed to do, which is give you energy, which is give you a boost. No question they do that. I'm not, I'm not saying that they don't work in that sense but uh, if we're talking longevity um, they're not for me you know um, I wouldn't use them um, so that's that just answers that question quickly um, I can I definitely get into that in a, a later podcast uh, a bit more in depth with you know the benefits of, of kind of using natural foods as opposed to processed foods for racing and uh, training but that's just to answer quickly what I use um, so I hope that that answers that question properly. So the next question I got um, actually came from Julie was on how much I train. Um, I have Julie on um, a, a program at the moment. Basically, I started trying to get her to train consistent, which is really I believe is just everything. You know, when you when you're training consistent, then you can kind of get a bit more in depth with uh, with your data and things like that. Um, but for the first, you know, good first couple of months, you want to be just trying to get a consistent level of uh, of training, uh, and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be you know half an hour, twenty minutes on the bike if you're knackered or whatever, or a bit in the gym, just something small every day, um, and that's what I try and do in my own training as well. Um, you know, because I'm doing ultra endurance, I think the the thought may be that I'm doing you know like almost a marathon a day kind of training all this kind of, you know big long kind of sessions abs- every day absolutely smashing myself but uh, it's actually it's not like that you know I'm the same I'm trying to just um, do something every day whether it be small of course I'm doing long sessions on weekends and you know I put a uh, week long especially for this thing now in 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 uh in june i'm attempting a world record 60 ironmans in 60 days so of course i'm not going to go in with you know not much training done i'm going to set out like a week long of you know half ironmans and then a week long of say almost full ironmans minus the run which is something that worked really well for me in uh, 2017 when i sat down with coach bjorn and we put together a program of exactly that you know a week long of half Ironmans and then a week long of almost full Ironmans and that's basically just uh, getting the body ready for the kind of <clears throat> for the, the 
the trauma basically are going to put it through you know um, of course the, they're going to be long hard slow days but it, it then just allows your body to adapt to what's coming down the road um, that's what I done for uh, the decade in, in 2017 and it worked really well as I say and I'm going to adopt that again for uh, this uh, world record attempt in, in June now obviously it's you know 60 Ironman days is you know six times what I've done before so it's 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 a big ask it's you know it's massive it's a massive challenge but that doesn't mean I'm going to you know tire out my body absolutely wreck myself before I even get to the start line so it's a, you know it's it's being smart it's trying to get in good distance without kind of uh, overdoing it overtraining and even you know uh, developing injuries in the body like or weaknesses in the body that lead to injuries um, so I'm going to try, try and train similarly like I did for the DECA I'm not going to do too much again to try and stay a bit fresh my my plan is you know the first 10 Ironmans if I can get through them that'll set me up without injury that'll set me up then for the next 10 and so on right to the end um, so each kind of 10 I'm planning on using as training for the next 10 uh, obviously I'll you know control my pace eat well which you know just take me time and just try and almost survive through each kind of block you know and and avoid injury as I say which is a massive thing because if I pick up an injury you know one that could put me out you know that'll just you know as I say ruin the whole uh, the whole uh, attempt you know so last year for the 52 Ironmans in 52 weeks, I didn't do much strength training because I didn't want it to affect the Friday. Now, I, I probably could have done it and probably should have done it. So uh, that's something I might have changed last year. So I'm going to uh, adopt it now this, this year, do a bit more strength training and try and kind of almost make my body uh, bulletproof and a bit stronger for the, you know, the long, slow, hard days that's going to you know, have a... a big impact on my body like obviously especially the running part um, you know 60 marathons in 60 days alone is a lot on the body so uh, I'm just going to try and you know uh, bulletproof the body a bit more and um, hopefully that'll help uh, for the, the world record attempt on top of that as well of course I'm going to do a lot more cycling um, you know I, I'll be on the bike I'd say down there for probably 9 hours a day 10 hours a day depending um, depending on how I feel I don't want to do them too fast obviously because I don't want to take too much out of my body um, but I think my main um, my main training this year will be probably more on the bike and in the pool as opposed to the running again last year I didn't do too much running because I didn't want for the same reason I didn't want to you know, cause an injury or put too much stress, stress on the body so I'm going to do that again this year because it, it worked well last year you know um, so I'm going to try do that this year not too much running obviously I'm running uh, three times a week uh, I'm doing that with my run club actually but they're not long uh, hard, you know they're, they're short sharp sessions to Monday and Wednesday and then a bit of a longer one on a Friday um, so that'll do me for uh, for now and if I feel I need to do more running I will but I think that might work well Um in the pool then I'm doing at least two sessions um, 3k at least uh, and then on the weekend I'm going to throw in a long session um, it's in a lake so I don't feel I need to do any sea swimming at all this year um, so yeah I'll just be mostly in the pool I'll get down to Lilliput uh, in those long weeks uh, I explained earlier and do a bit of obviously a bit, a bit of swimming in the lake to 
you know, acclimatise if you want to call it that. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it all covered. And uh, the nutrition on top of that, as I said earlier, is massive. Um, so I want to, you know, eat as I'm training the same as when I go down to, to Lilliput. So it'll all be the same stuff I'm using now, which will be smoothies and lots of uh, fruit and veg. Um, so yeah, I hope that covers that question. The next question I got then was on mindset and um, basically what kind of mindset I have uh, and use for those ultra endurance events and if it can be used basically in, in any event. Um, and of course it can. But basically, uh, you know, mental strength and mindset is something that's, you know, it's developed over time. Um, it's not something you have automatically. Um, you can do things like meditation and uh, uh, mental training just to help you develop a stronger mindset and uh, mental toughness as well, of course. But for me, I found, um, you know, past failures basically to be something that uh, helped me develop a stronger stronger mentality. Um, so, for instance, like I'd done a, a race in, in Donegal in 2014 and 2015 and uh, DNF'd, did not finish both um, both years because two different reasons. Basically, one was a mechanical, um, which was, you know, probably something that, that couldn't be, you know, helped. But I think if that happened now, even today, I'd, I'd, I'd be running with the bike or using the bike in, that, um, in the position it was in. But anyway, I won't go too deep into that, but... The second year, then I I I thought I was um, you know I thought I was strong enough and basically I wasn't you know 2014 was going well and I thought uh, I'd be able to get through it no problem uh, the following year but that wasn't the case um, so I trained harder and used those two failures as you know um, as as motivation to you know train harder and be stronger mentally the next time round. Uh, so 2016, then I went up to Donegal. I was, I was definitely in better shape. Um, I knew nothing was going to stop me. Um, I was mentally much tougher and much stronger and ready for anything that was going to almost put me out of the race. And a few things did. The weather was wasn't great. Um, you know, a couple of uh, a couple of punctures and things like that. But um, no, I was uh, I was ready for all that in the in the in the mindset and pushed on and, and finished a 24-hour race in 20 hours and it, that's even with like 45 minutes 47 minutes uh transition so i could have done a lot better time wise but my goal for that year was to just get through and and uh basically conquer that beast that was the race in 2016 um, similarly as well then in you know i took those kind of um those past failures uh, that race in particular as well to help me get through another uh, tough scenario which was uh, Challenge Galway 2015 I had I had I think DNF'd in the, the race in Donegal in March early March and then it was uh, June 2015 for Challenge Galway I think it was June and um, I had an absolute nightmare on the bike where I had six punctures uh, you know, back to back, like it was an absolute disaster. Now, I'm not great mechanically with a bike anyway, but um, I had people on the side of the road trying to fix the, the punctures as well, fixing the punctures as well, and it was still, you know, I was still getting punctures. And um, it was just a metal shard in the in the tyre that, that just kept repuncturing every tube I put in. 
Um, and it wasn't even a, a, it wasn't like it was going to the rim, the puncture. It was just going soft and softer and softer. And I was trying to pump it up just to get a few K down the road. Um, but, you know, I was not stopping. I was going to make sure I finished that race. Um, and that was down to, you know, the past failures that um, I, I, uh, I had that helped me develop a, a much stronger mindset. Um, even at one stage then I was out of tubes and um, I, I actually just started running with the bike with 60k to go in my head I was going to run for the rest of that that uh, bike section luckily enough now uh, a car passed and they had a spare wheel so I stuck that on and got to the end of the, the bike section and then hammered home the, the marathon but uh, as I say that's all down to you know developing a, a strong mindset and a, a strong mentality over time and that of course is from past failures you know um, failures are something that you know definitely can be used as a positive and to your advantage if you if you fail at something most people will will you know think they can't uh, com- complete that that particular um target or goal a- another time but basically you should use that that failure to get stronger get better and go back and and uh, complete your your goal or what race or whatever it is uh, the next time round, uh, just with better pre- uh, preparation and a stronger mindset. So I hope you found this episode of the podcast helpful, informative, and maybe even a little bit motivating. Uh, if you did, it'd be nice if you could just leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes um, or even on Spotify if you can do it there. Uh, this will just you know, help the podcast grow and reach a few more people and uh, it'd be great to get the feedback as well. Or you can even just you know, send me a message on Messenger, Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, send me some feedback or some questions for future podcasts as well. That'd be really cool. And uh, hopefully that'll help then improve the podcast and yeah, we can all benefit from that. All right, thanks again for listening.